This is episode number six where I'm going to talk about how to get over yourself. What's going on? This is Quaman Fowler coming to you with another podcast. And uh, it has been great. A busy week, couple weeks. I had a, I had to take a break um, because I had some projects to work on. I was actually helping a um, young lady with a Cuban project. She was working on some songs and uh, we needed to record them. I wanted to announce for those people who have been asking about my music because I know um, people who have been used to finding my music on iTunes or Spotify and places like that. Uh, when you look now, it's not there. And that's because I've been working on something so that I can release my music um, through a, a different way. <laughs> and so I have my app. My uh, app is called Texas Tenor Music. That's T-E-X-A-S-1-0-E-R Music. And you can look it up within the Google Play Store or also the iTunes Store. So it's it's up. And um, I'm continuously updating the app. It's a lot of, of tweaking and, and uh, <laughs> things that you have to do. Um, so uh, be patient with me as we uh, start this journey. And, uh, you know, because I'm, I'm always having to change stuff and modify some things to make sure that uh, the users are uh, being served the way that they would like. Because <laughs> that's what it's about. You know, if you're in business, you want to make sure that the customer is satisfied. So you can definitely go and check that out and um, you'll be able to access uh, my music uh, via there okay so um, yeah that's all I really have now in terms of my uh, announcements or updates but I really wanted to dive into this topic of getting over yourself because you know um, when you're a performer you um, of course you want to perform well everybody wants you would think wants to do a good job and everybody wants people to say good things about them, um, you know, but it's a fine line between, um, you know, performing and doing your best and, you know, showing off or uh, being cocky or being arrogant or being proud. And so when it gets to that point, when you're cocky and you're proud and arrogant, then usually it's a deeper issue that you're dealing with in your heart. And uh, most times it's due to deficits and dysfunction, dysfunctional things that, that might have happened in your childhood that makes you or drives you to want to be uh, celebrated or, or the re it might be the reason why you're angry or have this, this aggression you know, towards why you do what you do um but really it's 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 just because you have this um exaggerated uh perception of yourself and uh i wanted to talk about that because of course you know myself coming up um i played a lot of basketball and i wanted to talk about this because i've been watching the playoffs i've been watching the finals and you know, it's been great to see my team that I like, Golden State, uh, beat Oklahoma City Thunder, you know. 
And so one of the things that I, pre that I appreciate about uh, Golden State Warriors is, you know, the spirit that they have. You know, they, they're, they don't give me this cockiness. It's more so the, 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 what I see, especially from Steph Curry, he's very good. He's very competent. He's, he's very confident also, but he's humble. And so I think the the reason why people end up being cocky or proud usually is because they don't have authority figures in their life or they're not taking correction or they haven't submitted to uh, an authority. And when you submit to, to authority, it helps you to, to be humble because um, when you have someone who is leading you, you can't be cocky and proud when you're a follower because you can't receive. You know, you when you get cocky and proud, you really cut yourself off. You stunt your growth, you know. And, um, of course, once you get efficient or skilled, highly skilled at a certain thing, of course, it makes you uh, feel confident and it can uh, make you feel like you got it or can't nobody can't mess with you. And, you know, that's when you can get into some pride. But uh, I wanted to share some stuff from from my own experience. And I talked about this. I wrote about it in my in my book. Um, you know, there was a period when I had long hair. I had uh, uh, locks and I had it for 10 years. And I decided to go ahead and cut my hair back in 09 right before I turned 30. And so this was really a chapter in my life where I wanted to really, uh, it was symbolic of cutting. It's, it, was, it was cutting not only my hair, but also, um, you know, the scripture in, in John 15, whereas, you know, the vine dresser would come and he would prune the leaves. He would cut the leaves and and, and cut it down so that it can uh, grow better and bear more fruit. Of course, it might have been uh, fruitful, but the cutting process was so that it could bear more fruit. And so that was a time in my life. I was doing stuff, accomplishing stuff, but it was just time for me to uh, go to another level. And that's when I started uh, really uh, being mentored by my pastor and some other guys that were connected with um, a ministry that I followed. And so I talk extensively about this in my my book. And really, I wanted to point out how this is is very much so needed for those people who are I, I would say everybody, really. I mean, you know, we all are in different areas. Uh, in terms of what we do, our vocation or our career. And so we want to make sure that we get over ourselves, even when we're good. You can be good. You can be good and not cocky. When you look at Jesus, Jesus was all that and a bag of chips and worthy of praise and worship. But a lot of times when people would try to come and, and exalt what he was doing, he would say, don't tell nobody. He was so focused on doing the job and doing what the father had sent him here to do. 
he didn't really get caught up in what he was actually doing. <laughs> people will, or you know what I'm saying? People will get caught up in what you do, but our focus should be on getting to the end result. You know, Jesus, his whole mission was to come and uh, lay down his life for our sins and, uh, you know, conquer death by uh, raising from the dead with all power in his hands. And he did that. He was focused on the end result. Now, what happens along the way, Satan's job is always to distract and deter from what God has called us to do. And with Jesus, of course, we have the example in Matthew 4, where it was the three different uh, temptations that Satan was trying to come at Jesus with. You know, if you go back and you check out that story, he first tempted Jesus in his flesh. He was hungry. So he said, why don't you bow down? He said, why don't you turn this stone into bread? And so Jesus's reply was, it is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. So when you think about that, it, like his mission, he was saying that his mission was not about just eating or feeding my flesh. It was about doing the will of the father. Of course, I'm hungry, but I'm fasting right now. I'm doing something for a bigger purpose and a, and a, and a deeper reason. I'm not trying to interrupt that right now because I, my flesh is hungry. So after that, you know, uh, Satan tried to use the word to trip him up and he took him to the top of the mountain and he said, why don't you throw yourself down off this mountain for it's written that the angels will take flight um, over you so that you won't bash your foot against a stone. And then Jesus's counter was, it is also written, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. So he was trying to get Jesus tripped out with doing something unnecessarily. He was just, it's like, why do, Why would I want to throw myself off this and show off this, off this, this cliff and show off and how to have the angels come and, and pick me up? It's like, what's the point of doing that? It didn't make sense. <laughs> and uh, that went on to the next one, the next temptation. This was all that that Satan had to offer. And he, it was interesting because he offered him the kingdoms of this world. He said, if you, uh, bow down and worship worship me you can have all of this stuff and then jesus was like man get behind me get behind me satan you know he he denied those three things but um the moral to this story when you look at it you know everybody is going to be tempted in those areas like that and there's another scripture um first john 2 uh 2 we're talking about the world love not the world neither the things that are in the world for all that is of the world is the lust of the eyes the lust of the the flesh and and pride of life and so um when you think about that the lust of the eyes the lust of the flesh you know you see stuff we see stuff that we want we might uh, see houses or cars or status you know of people and places that we think that we want to go and we think we want to be in those places and uh, our motive will get off and we'll get so wrapped up in our own imagination and getting to that place where 
we don't focus on basic things or treating people nice, you know, or paying attention to other people's needs because we're so focused on our own. You know, we're so focused on pleasing ourselves and 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 uh, getting our own desires where we're not paying attention to 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 uh, relationships with those people who are close to us, you know, and those that's the lust of the flesh. That's a lust of the eyes and the lust of the flesh. You're, you're, you're more so interested in pleasing yourself and what doing what feels right to you more than anything. You know, so it's less of the less of the eyes, less of the flesh, and the pride of life. You 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 take on this pride and this this arrogance and this this feeling like, yeah, I'm who I am, and I'm going here, or can't nobody be like me, or can't nobody uh, play better than me, or or perform better than me. You know, you carry that air and that spirit, and um, people won't like you. People won't like you because it's all about you. You know, and this this pops up in, in a lot of stuff. You know, I can be on a gig and and be playing with a musician and you can tell when they proud. You can tell when they proud and you can hear when they're selfish, you know, because they get all in your way. They they take the spotlight away from the, the, the group and it's all about them, you know, and that's that's something that that people don't enjoy, especially on the bandstand. Um you know, it's always more interesting when you can be able to play together as a band and make music where uh, everybody's listening to each other and empathizing with each other um, and giving each other space to create, you know. And that's the beauty that also happens in basketball. You know, every player has their, their role, um, but in order for the team to uh, be good and to be successful, to overtake the other team, uh, you have to work together. I mean, certain people on the court uh, might might be the MVP or, or the go-to guy, but they still need the team to rotate the ball and and uh, you know help in assists and rebound and 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 all of these different things uh, for the team to to excel and. You know, that's why I like basketball because, you know, basketball and music has a lot in common and it helps me to to push and, and motivate me to uh, continue to to be excellent and, and a team player and a good leader within my band and, and the things that I do uh, on the bandstand, you know. So uh, let me talk about some things um, pertaining to getting over yourself in our culture. Um, you know, narcissism, selfishness, and pride is most of the time promoted and encouraged. Um, and that's that's really sad because when you think about social media, you know, we have the opportunity to share anything that's on our mind. And what happens is, you know, over time from doing it, you have your crew or your, your fan club or people that will be uh, edging you on. They'll like everything you do and, you know, encourage you in doing whatever it is. And that can build up your, your self your self-esteem. It can uh, also tear down your self-esteem when people don't agree with what you, uh, what you're about. And uh, so you have to be very careful with social media because here within the last, uh, I guess, 10 years or so, uh, 
or a little bit over 10 years, you know, all of this stuff came about, you know, through the through the Internet. And so um, when it comes to sharing your mind or sharing what you do, uh, sharing your talent and things like that, you know, you can really get high minded if you're not careful. And once again, you want to submit or have a leader or somebody who is has wisdom and somebody who you can be accountable to so that you don't get lifted up or or so into yourself. Now let's look at some scriptures. 2 Timothy 3 verse 1 through 5. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, and that's lacking self-restraint, like you just can't control yourself, fierce, despisers of those that are good, you just hating on folk that's doing good, traitors, can't be trusted, heady, into yourself, high-minded, mm. Lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. And here's verse five. Having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof from such turn away. Now, man, we can see all of that stuff happening now. And, you know, when I think about how I was back in the day when I had the long hair. <laughs> you know, that was the time I got caught up in a lot of this stuff just because my desires, I wanted to be a certain place in the world and I was neglecting the place I needed to be as a man, as a husband and a father. And that's what it's all about. The world and the accolades and the platform that has been engineered for people to strive to be at, you know, that's all man-made and, and um, you know, it's geared to where men get glory through that. But the way God is glorified is through the family, you know, from the man being the protector, provider and priest of the home and uh, leading his wife and raising the kids to be um, to be good and to do uh, well in society. You can have your talents and your gifts and, and things like that, but you have to have the parameters right. You have to have the the course, the right course, and, and um, you have to have the right, um, the proper balance, I would say. You know, there's nothing wrong with doing good and being competent in your talented area, but it's it's just you don't want to get so caught up in that where you're looking for validation through what you do because you're valid just from being alive. You know, God created us in his own image and likeness. When God created man, he said it was good. So let's check out another scripture that I like um, that per, that speaks to this issue of getting over yourself. First Peter five and five, it says, likewise, you younger people submit yourselves to your elders. Yes. All of you be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Verse six, therefore, humble yourselves 
under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. This is so good. And when I go back up here uh, to the first uh, part of the, the verse, the passage of scripture in First um, Peter 5 and 5, it says, likewise, you younger people submit yourselves to your elders. This is very important because your elders, the people who are older than you are more wise than you or have more experience. You can learn a lot from those people, if whether it be somebody who has been in your particular profession longer or somebody who is a member of your family who is older than you. They can help you with your with insights um, and also uh, those people who are uh, in the, the faith who have been practicing, uh, you know, the faith longer than you or somebody who's been married longer than you. You know, these are elders and um, you can learn from these people when you submit yourself to them. And that's this will help you to stay humble here later. It says God resists the proud. God doesn't like the proud. You know, you got leaders who are prideful. And uh, you think about Pharaoh back in the Bible. He he was so into them to himself. You know, those pharaohs looked at themselves as being God. People worshiped them as God. And uh, God didn't like that. That's why he wanted to get his people away from the, the Egyptians, the pharaohs, you know, because they were in the false God worship. A man can't be a God. A man is a man. That's the creation of God. But when a man is insecure and wants uh, validation and wants to be affirmed through what he does and they, he wants to prove himself to other people that he's great, then you will get, get pride. You'll get high-minded and you'll get caught up in yourself. And when you go look at the history of a lot of kings that were like this, they all fail. They all fail because of their pride, you know, and that's what, that's, that's, that's the saying, you know, uh, pride comes before a fall. All right. So, um, what we want to do is, is be humble. We want to make sure that we, um, do well, you know, in our particular areas of focus, but also we want to make sure we stay, stay humble and continue to learn and grow. Um, because you know, we can help people and people like to be around us when you give them space and room to be valid more so than, than you being the, the one that's getting all the attention. So it's all about modesty and, uh, humility. Um, but that's it. That's all I wanted to hit for today. Um, I wanted to talk about this because, you know, it's, it's, it's easy to, to, to get, to slip into yourself you know uh being so wrapped up in what in, into what you're doing um but when you have an authority or somebody who is an elder who you're accountable to they can challenge you and and help bring your attention away from yourself especially if you're working you know you're working a job you know you you have a boss and you have to submit to authority you have to be disciplined to uh do follow the rules of somebody else and uh that will uh create some humility <laughs> in you you know 
So that's it for this podcast. I appreciate your listening ear. And uh, once again, you can check out more stuff, um, more, more music and and what I have through my app, Texas Tenor Music, uh, T-E-X-A-S-1-0-E-R uh, Music. And uh, search for that and you'll be able to find that on iTunes or also the Google Play Store and uh, access my new music that I'm releasing. Also the podcast and other things that I'm uh, doing videos and stuff that I release. It's all in one place. Okay? So that's it for this week's podcast and hope to be with you again next time. Make sure that you go and subscribe to the YouTube channel for Texas Tenor. T-E-X-A-S-1-0-E-R. We have a YouTube channel and also QuamanFowler.com. You can go there. And uh, if you're wanting to take lessons with me or, um, you know, get the new book that I have, you can go there along with uh, finding out about other activities and blogs and, and all that good stuff. You can go to my website there and get that info. So that's it for now. And uh, we will see you again soon. Peace.